morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Imagine if Hitler hadn't got kicked out of art school. Dude, better place. That That's what I think. There'd be some happier Jews, probably. Except for the ones that had to pay for his paintings. Are we doing it right now? Yep. All right, cool. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Mid-conversation starting. We're trying to do that now. Shows what we talk about. Um, <laughs> but, uh, better. I'm just trying to think, like, what his favorite medium would have been. Like, I, I feel like he's a watercolor guy. <laughs> I feel like more of a sculptor. Like, he wanted to sculpt. And bring things into form. You want to mold? I've, I'm going to look too much into this and get in a lot of trouble. I, hey, I, feel, like, I feel like he took just, like, just a slab of white marble and was like, no, it's perfect as is. For the record, for the record, like I've looked online, supposedly, like, you know, you can find like a painting or two of his that he did. And I'm like, better than me. I wouldn't take it. I've, I've probably been a little pissed off. They were like, no, you can't come here and learn art. Don't know if I'd have gone to those links. <laughs> he he might have done a bit much. <laughs> Just a, a little too much on the old razzle-dazzle. I'm pissed off. No one off. will deny that he wasn't passionate. <laughs> yeah, true. And dude, if that's what drives art. All right, no, we're too far. How was your week? Let's get off that train as quickly as possible. <laughs> you don't get off the train. <laughs> true. They, they made them get on the train. No, right, you're weak. You're, <laughs> you're mandatory labor of doing hard, hard work. Also, aren't you technically a minority at your work? Yeah. Yeah. How many other white folk you work with? Three. <laughs> now, how, how many of other varieties? One. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. So it's three whites and one Mexican? Oh, no, no. One variety. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that makes more. No, well, <laughs> how many of that variety? This keeps getting worse. <laughs> I tried pulling out. Just going Carter into the mountain than the Kennedys did. Anyways. It's on. Didn't one of them crash into a mountain? They no, died in a ski accident, and the other one crashed into a lake. No, but one of them did crash in an airplane, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Well, it would be cool if that's what Hatchet was based on, was one of the Kennedys. Do, do you remember that book? Yeah. He ate the gut cherries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That made him. Dude, Hatchet was hardcore. It, it was terrified a, me of moose. Yes, dude. That For a middle school, I hated reading. Hated it. Until I read Hatchet. I'm like, it's a dude surviving in the woods with a hatchet, thus the name. Brilliant. I think my nerdy ass had actually already read Hatchet before we got it. I want to say I got it for like a birthday gift. Probably yeah. from my grandma who taught at the middle school. Yeah, so that's probably how it happened. So, and I was like, oh, great book. I already know how to write the report on it. Yeah, there you go. I'll just remember this. And I think I probably read something dumb on the other side, like the Hardy Boys. I remember I got to the part where he like goes into the he he like makes a raft. And oh, by the way, when you find all this is find out all this is a true story to like some teenager that got stranded in the Canadian wilderness, you're like, huh, reading's cool now. Uh, but no, so like why I'm reading it is the part where he finally builds a raft, goes out to get like an emergency supplies out of the plane. Then he finds the pilot's body that's been decomposing. Yeah. And it's like it clicks and he goes, I've been eating fish. Fish been eating this dude. I've been eating this dude. And I'm like, wait, wait, uh-uh. 
That's not circle guy. You can't eat people on accident. And the book's like, oh yes, you can, you dumb redneck. And like, ah, ah, how horrifying! I thought you had to try to do that. Why didn't he just skip the middleman though? Right? Yeah. Why not? Like I'm down here, he's get some just, liver. Yeah, it's like a drumstick and just. I'm pretty sure it'd been pretty far gone at that part. I mean, yeah, but it's cold. It's yeah, it preserves it. Yeah. Was it Alaska or Canada? Well, I think it's Alaska. Okay, something like that's all. Depends on where you crash out there. It's all north of Yankees, which is unthinkable. Uh, But no, so dude, your last week, what more of the same? Yeah, yeah. I've been this weekend. Finally got a little bit of freedom to. Well, I wouldn't say freedom. Just went from working on somebody else's farm to working on my farm to eat something more than beanie weenies and Vienna sausage. Yeah, yeah. I got fried chicken in the fridge. Good for you. Good. That that's good. Uh. So what'd you actually, no, what, actually, when I pulled in here, I saw what you were doing. You were staking out, counting your steps while you were walking around. Were you doing it that way, or were you actually, like, using measuring tape? No, I had a measuring tape, but it wasn't long enough. So yeah, I figured. Like, I could just, like, roll it out, like, 50-something foot, and then I will just have to mark the mark. And so I was just doing increments of, like, 50 foot around, figure out where, hopefully, if things go right, where my next big thing of blueberries, about another acre of blueberries to go. It's funny. I've been measuring all last week. I used measurements. None of them were universal. It was all, I've, I've fixed a mile and a half of fence that borders our neighbors. There's city. people that use the metric system and there's people that go to the moon. And then there's people that just count their steps. One, two, three, four, five, post here. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, You're a here. short-legged bastard. You got to work a lot harder. Yes. Well, uh, you know, all right, I'm going to like autistically nerd out about some ranching stuff. The amount of different fences, fence designs I've come across in my life. I'm just like, man. You're going to cause some offense to people. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, that would... God bless your autism. That one was good. Um, but, like, dude, you you see some... I mean, so, like, there's traditional... What I consider to be, like, traditional barbed wire fences. Like, somewhere you have an H-brace where it's, like, super reinforced. Then you got every so many steps another post, whether it's every five steps or six steps or whatever. It's, like, kind of boom, boom right there. It could be four wires going across. It could be five. It could be six, depending on what you're doing and where. However, like in my travels of all my Mexicanese fence building, you come across like ones where it's like five steps post, two steps post, five steps post, two steps post, five steps like, why this? What? It, and it's almost. We've got some of those. And, and it's almost like. A part of me is like, is there some like brilliance to this? I'm not understanding. Or were you just like lazy? <laughs> and you were like, I'm fixing the fence, but I'm not even going to rip out the old ones. I'm just going to put in this newer one right by it. Yeah. It's sometimes where it's like, uh, where it's kind of like a weak spot or we've had some where instead of replacing the one, that makes sense. Post, we put two on the other side. It's of like, it. there's a gap or so something been, like that. Yeah. yeah the, I think it was last summer. Dad had the great idea on like one of our pinning lanes. Like, you know what? We just need a post in between every post. And so I just had to do that to split the the middles between all of them. But hey, a pinning lane where it's like, yeah. for those that are unaware, it's like where you take all the cows out of the pasture and you put them in a like hallway of bob wire. Yeah. For, and you got to make it like really secure because they're going from being wide out and open to all being scrunched together. And they, they'll bust some posts. They'll, you know, if, they, if things go wrong, they have the ability to mess things up. But if everything goes like it's supposed to it goes like it's supposed to but you got to reinforce it um that was something (laughs) along our pinning lane which you've helped us work in the one right by the cow pins uh 
some genius or madman, I can't figure it out, along this penning lane, they were like, it would be a great idea to put a water line right here. So if anyone, like rowing right along it, so if anyone ever has to come here and fix fits in the future, which they surely will have to, their post-hill diggers will surely catch this water line. <laughs> and it's a poly line. It's not even PVC. So it's just, it's easy to fix, but it's... Uh, That's me. I've got like, I'm getting ready to run electrical yeah. wire, like the barn and run and everything. And it's like, I'm terrified, like, I'm going to forget where I put it. And I'm just going to like short circuit myself like 20 years from very now. Very possible. Let it ride. Yeah. Um, but you know... One of the things I was getting at about that fence building, it's such a, oh, let my uh, libertarian heart flutter. It's such like an unregulated thing. It's such a like, how does your crew do this at this part, the, your fence crew? How do they build fences typically? My is like, is uh, not so much that, but the age braces. Everyone had like builds their age braces. Some people use like the third post. Some people notch out the post. Some people put it high. Some people put it in the And when the we say an age brace, like just imagine like a post here, another post right beside it, and like a post sideways in between them both to make the shape of an H. And you somehow fasten all those together. And that keeps your fence from leaning one way. If you don't use that, your fence is just going to, fall over from the wire pull on it but no like you were saying like dude it's everything from you just use a nail a couple of nails to hang that middle post i've even seen guys somebody's like like in their apartment right now listening just going like i don't care (laughs) (laughs) screw them but yeah but to those that do they know what we're talking this is my show we're we're talking about shit we do uh but like dude but the the crazy thing is and I'm, i'm getting to a point with all this about some just abysmal hilarity uh you know, you'll see it everything like that post in the middle, like a tongue up with nails. You'll see people use a power drill and do a hole in the big bolt and washers and stuff like that on it. But then you get to where my favorite like thing, the the government starts regulating how people do this. Like literally, there are if you get into their government programs, not all of them, but a lot of the government programs are like, if you build a fence, it will be, the posts will be exactly this far apart. The wires will be exactly this far apart down to the inch. Uh, when you come to a crossing, you will do exactly at this 45 degree angle with the wire. And, you, and you've got to rotate your cattle off once the grass reaches a certain height. Yeah. Like then... it's, it's don't get me wrong. It, it works for some people or, but not everyone because land is insanely variable and different from parcel to parcel. However, they were talking about this. I don't even know if I talked about it on the show or not, but uh, I got a family member who's like involved in, there's like a government, there's a regional government service that like kind of helps out farmers in times of crisis, like droughts or floods or whatever. Get some money and the farmer, like it seems mostly as much as I, discrepant to despise government agencies like it's one that seems very much like you have to bring the receipts for how much you lost and we will use taxpayer money to help you out um my mom is like on the like helps out with this but one of the things they were hearing was like hey if your fence got destroyed that's fine but when you replace it you like this was after the hurricane so like a lot of fence got like just destroyed and wiped out to preserve nature you must find the same hole. Oh, not a chance in hell. That 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 fence post broke in, and you must dig out the old fence post, like the half of it that's still on the ground, and put it back exactly how it was. That's a no. 
How insane is that? Yeah. Like, for those of you that don't understand, like, these fences go through bay heads of swamps and, like... I have, like, stabbed the ground multiple times just to find a hole to maybe squeeze a post between tree roots. Yes. And, like, in the one you might have put there 10 years ago, the roots might have conjoined around it, but since it's been broken, like, it's been filled in with stuff. Like, it's it's a... And it's funny, because all the farmers are on this board. Like, they're, they're legit ranchers and farmers when they hear this. They're like... You imagine us trying to tell our neighbors about this program and like, this is how we have to sell it to them. Like this is bona fide retarded, and it is government. It all, it all, it all is. And and hey, there's some private market stuff that's absolutely retarded, but it doesn't take my money unless I give it to them. So far, <laughs> we'll we'll see how these ESG scores go, but um. So yeah, so what? So just melons and working on your blueberry field and anything else exciting on the past week? I, I really haven't had a whole lot of it. Ex- oh, I ran over my dog today. Your dog? Yeah. I haven't seen a dog here. Oh, well, it's, the, it's, at it's, your it's, dad's? It's at my dad's Yeah, I'm gone and back and forth so much. Which dog? Okay. I'm a- Chunk, my the one we've had forever. Yeah. Oh, rolled her. She's Did- fine. She's fine. She's okay. <laughs> she didn't have They're to eat scary. a 22? Huh? There's, there's a scary moment there, but she's okay. What yeah. were you driving? Your truck? Oh, my truck. Yeah, I came pulling in the driveway, and she has this, like, she comes out to run, meet, like, we call her greeting committee, because she wants to run out and see everybody. What color is she? What does she look oh, like? Oh, she's white, with a big brown Okay, spot. yes, yeah, I know which yeah, one you're talking off. about. Anyway, she comes trotting out like she always does, and I go to make, like, the turn like I always do. Real friendly, real personal. And I hear a thump, and a, and I, like, look over my dad's, like, in the driveway, I was like, did, did I you? Run? I was like, did I just run her over? And he's like, like, he's like, oh, yeah, all the way over. And he starts, and he's like, glad I didn't do it. <laughs> Dicky response, legendary. Bert just right like back. It was like, I get out and she's like kind of hobbling around. I'm like, are you good, dude? Your dad needs a Twitter. And uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> has, I thought he has an Instagram, but uh, anyways. Need, all right, that. that and so she kind of like hobbles Instagram. over to her bed. I'm like, you get. I was like, it should be all right. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, she will live. She won't. So we had to, we had to go to town. Town came back. She was she was fine when we got back. Like just. Like you would have never guessed it happened, came running out again, and I was like, "Oh, you clearly didn't learn your lesson." Now, wherever you luckily were... it was in like this, like a sandy spot, like so. I think between that and just like a, did you hear the thump or did you feel the thump? It was both. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, she ate. She it got was some one of those, and I knew what happened as soon as it happened. And, ah. it was like, and then I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, dude." It's like walk what? it off. Walk it off. She's okay though. Yeah. Like not. Yeah, she seems. Yeah, she seems to be fine. She went jump on the range and rode around when we got back. So. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. Please yeah. don't kill me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put some pressure on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a walk. Um, no, but uh, I uh, we had a dog named Ketchum. She was a German Shepherd, and she earned that name. Uh, she she liked chasing and catching stuff. Uh, she would always she would always run alongside a truck like most dumb country dogs, like right beside the tire, and almost like she's kind of guarding but kind of a slightly attacking the tire slightly not like yeah. not like getting a mouthful of it or anything but really you know trying to catch up and uh like I, I unloaded the bed of my mom's blue f-150 and i uh, had to unload it at the barn and i was taken off and i was just like I, I i was just like uh i'm gonna like speed up a little bit and just go a little faster and outrun her and me doing that i think i ran over like her front shoulders Mm, yep yep she was like 10 years old and i can't remember if it was my mom or one of my brothers like well you did it fucking around time to put her down and i'm just like okay (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm 12 but okay Mm. yeah i think i did 
can't, I can't, I can't actually remember putting her down, but man, that made me feel bad. Um, speaking of feeling bad, so this, I, I, I don't know, this past week for me, I fixed a mile and a half of fence and that was some of the hardest, not, not hardest. I take that back. Just some of like my favorite work I've ever done. It was just this fence that's been somewhat okay since the hurricane. Like I patched it up and made it half decent on the northern border of our property. But since then, it's fallen apart. So I was like, all right, I got to do it good and tight and straight. And like it was so flooded whenever I fixed it. I actually had to make a new fence that came up a hill and like around because the water was so high at the time. Uh, But I was like, all right, the water's down. It's dry. I can actually do this thing. Knocked out a mile and a half. Um, which just made me feel good and listen to what I want to listen to and work at my own pace. But I had something extraordinary happen this weekend. Um, My daughter had her ninth birthday party, and we were very excited for it. Invited a lot of her friends. And uh, just one showed up. And that's that's a tough, that's a, especially at nine, she's like, I'm a really aware. Was there, there like sh- some legit reasoning behind some of them, or I know it was like graduation weekend, so I don't know if it was like. I think there was a lot of on. that. I know she handed out like invitations at school, and here's the thing: like I went with this chick, my daughter, to Legoland, and like we kind of broke off from the main school group to go like do our own thing and run around at our own schedule and not be tied to chaperones, <laughs> the nerds. <laughs> we went out and had fun. Uh, but, like, dude, like, whenever we left... So like, you could actually experience Cypress Garden? Yeah! Come on! I've always wanted to do this. But, uh, no, so we, uh... But, like, when we broke away, like, she had, like, three or four friends that were like, oh, no, like, come on, let's hang out. And I was like, well, hey, come to her birthday party this weekend, and we can all hang. Yeah, I'm only going to give their, their defense to the fact that they can't drive there. That, exactly. That's, I think it's, like, a good chunk of probably the parents had stuff going on. And I don't know, I think more so than it used to be. I remember when I was a kid growing up, going to elementary school, I, especially early elementary school, I, I'm not sure why, and I'm totally cool with it. Like, most of my friends were Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. Miguel Perez, Jose Rivera, Jose Berrigan. Uh, I stayed the night at Jose Berrigan's house. He was the first friend in Arcadia. I actually stayed the night at his house because I was, uh, like, outside of family, and I was in yeah. the second grade. I remember I got scared at like 12 o'clock at night. And I remember crying on it. His family owned El Parada. I'm trying to remember whose house I stayed at the first time. But I cried on her lap and I just remember her like holding me against her like boobs pretty much. Nice lady. I remember being saying, like, it's comforting and I'm scared. I want my mama. And she's like, she's coming, mijo. She'll be here in a little bit. <laughs> but I remember like they were great. But some of like other friends, like I went to their house on my there's questionable stuff going on here. Like my mom would drop me off and it's like, Oh, they just have a tons of tires and broken bricks lining their driveway and way too many chihuahuas, <laughs> way too many chihuahuas inside the house and stay the night I've over there. I've never met a nice chihuahua. They've always are little assholes. I've met a couple that were pretty cool. And it's like, why are you so mean? I could, like, I could end you. Most of them I'd like to punt. Most yeah. of them I've met, I'd like to, sp- especially over at Miguel's houses. I I hated those chihuahuas. But, like, he was cool. His family was cool. His dad was, like, possibly a gang-banging Mexican, but I, or Puerto Rican, but, like, I thought he was cool. They all seemed really nice. Uh, just And that's what matters. Maybe, maybe his dad was just more, like, traditionally, like, 
kids. It's not my job to mess with the kids. Piss off. Like, yeah. it seemed very much more. But uh, anyways, I think with this generation, possibly rightfully so, maybe not, there's much more caution in, like, I'm just going to let my kid go over to somebody's house in elementary that I don't know the parents. Yeah. Um, I think there's much more hesitation in that than there used to be. But no, what were you saying? Where, where was your first stay in the night? I really don't remember. Uh, it was probably either Brian Smith or Tyler Clemens. Of course. Probably between yeah. the two. Is I guess who I hung out with a lot when I was younger. So, but I can't. I can't like remember any. So it must have been like uneventful. I can't have yeah. like. I don't have like a. Also, like, we live so far away that I'm pretty sure my parents told me it's like we're not coming back. Yeah. So, I remember staying the night at Jose Rivera's and he had a PlayStation One and he had Marvel vs. Capcom, dude. We would I that and NFL Blitz. And we would stay up till like one, back like second, third grade, staying up till one or two in the morning. I remember Super nuts. Nintendos. So, yeah. I remember Super Nintendos, but that was like Super my, Mario Kart. That was like my Super Nintendo. I never played that. Yeah, I never got to play Super Mario. I, I played it on Nintendo sixty four, and, and then it went to N sixty fours, and yeah. then I was like, was it Rush? Was the video game the, the car oh, racing game? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. You know, racing games, this is something... All right, Nerd Avenue. We're going to turn down that one for a second. Racing games piss me off because... Did you ever Did you ever play Midnight Club 2 Dub Edition? I think it's what it came out with. It's a mouthful, yeah. It was the Midnight Club series. Most of them were pretty dumb. But I remember, like, the one cool... All right, the redneck version of it, you might remember this, was 4x4 Off-Road Fury. Where you I could, think so. I remember there was like Cruise in USA. I remember like the one you could play at the like the Walmart. Both of these were on N sixty four, I think. I remember renting them at movie gallery, dude. It's like you could your truck. It was same with like Midnight Club, but just not as rednecky. Like you could put like different tires on it, and that would affect if you could go off roads and and all that, and like tear like you you could uh, if you put a bigger engine in it or whatever, like that would weigh you down in the mud more, but you could go uh, across the road yeah. faster. I don't remember that. I remember like the then they Ru- quit doing that with racing games. The rush, I think it was Rush Two, is like the massive just freestyle arena where it had like all just the crazy ramps and double oh, yeah. decker level. Like it's. All I played Rush is, at the arcade a lot. Yeah, this thing was like Rush Two. We would just play. And you just, whoever got the, the most scores from all the craziest flips, destroying the car. If you like, double tap the gas, your car popped a wheelie. No, that was cruising USA. Yeah, that's okay. Then I don't know Rush. No, no Rush was a different one. It was it was like like crazy like had all like crazy jumps and i do not th- remember i do not remember rush lately outside of building fence and taking care of my kids uh i did play god of war and i tell you when i was growing up i played those games way too young i think they came out on playstation one I didn't, god of war i never got into that series well, you never had a playstation did you no I, I went nintendo to dreamcast your parents wouldn't have allowed god of war oh, probably <laughs> it was all greek mythology and uh, that was the thing i thought was like all right hey cultural conservatives this is like a point for video games god of war like really got me super interested in different like classical western civilizations like the greeks the romans the i learned all that in gifted we had to learn all about Greek mythology. They didn't allow me in no gifted class. Remedial math red team. Welcome we had, home, we had boys. Like, we had to read like Shakespeare and all those different things. To this day, and I know this is so knuckle-dragging of me, I can I almost look at Shakespeare like I do Bob Marley. That's my like real bright red neck showing. Like, I can appreciate what you did for the thing you did. I can't stand it. No. I couldn't either. No. The, I all couldn't the, either. 
Like, I appreciate the thematic things that, like, Shakespeare did to literature, and I appreciate what he, like, paved the road for afterwards. Like, but here's Romeo and Juliet. I, I get it. It's yeah. it's two people in love, and their parents don't like each other, and then they end up dying. Yep, get it next. But anyways, God of War. Like, dude, not only was it, like, brutal. Like, I mean, a, I think you start out, the opening scene of the first game, you start out on a ship, and it might be the, what's the epic of uh, the Odyssey? Yeah. Is that the one where they got? It Iliad, might be the that. The Odyssey and the Iliad. Yeah. It's one, it might be one of those ships. It might just be a fishing ship. But it literally starts off with like it getting attacked by a Hydra and all other video games and movies I'd seen up to this point. It's like, the point is like, oh, I got to save this ship from the Hydra. God of War is like, I'm going to use the prisoners as bait to throw at it and let <laughs> them get eaten while I figure out a way to cut its head off. Might kill 30 prisoners to achieve this, but eh, screw them. And the boat captain, too. Actually, legit, I think there's a problem because the Hydra eats the boat captain, but the boat captain has a key on his neck, and the 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 protagonist, Kratos, is like, ah, oh, stupid, I gotta cut open the belly and get the key out. Here's the thing, like, the captain's still alive, and Kratos is like, I don't care, you go back in the belly, I just needed the key. Like, death is meaningless in this whole three- Three game, each game's got to be like, twenty. it's like a 20 to 30 hour story. Yeah, I never played it, but I, I watched the cutscenes just to kind of get, and I was just like, I always thought it was like, he's so over the top angry. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> like his reason was like, I don't care. <laughs> he's 1990s incarnate of extreme muscle man, Yeah, angry break stuff. Like literally, you break pottery throughout the game for points. Like it couldn't be any more... It also he on, was the original Chad. I'm, I'm like or Kyle. Yes, he, <laughs> the he original had Kyle. Dude, like it starts off, and I'm like ten years old playing this. Can't, Google whatever that date that game came out because I remember renting it, playing it. <laughs> One of the mini games. So like there would be cutscenes that would pop up, and you could hit but time buttons at the right moment. You could get bonuses or whatever. But there's one where, like, he walks into a room, and there's two horribly pixelated in the early 90s naked women laying in, like, a hot tub. And there's a one square pixel nipple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like square boobs. And they're like, come join us. And he's like, I think I will. And it moves the camera, and you have to hit the buttons at the right time. And the idea is he's giving them orgasms. Why if you do it right, you get more points. God of whores. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm like 10 years old going, this is great. <laughs> you go through the Greek pantheon just slaying like every guy. And the thing is, it came out like after the animated, the great animated cartoon Hercules. I still have not ever watched that one. You suck. <laughs> you really need to watch. That is a classic. Um, but... And it, like, shows the Greek gods of, like, oh, Zeus is just a big dad that likes to laugh and loves his son. Almost everything in Greek mythology can be traced back to Zeus sticking his dick in it. it that, or killing something. Yeah. Or the, them all, like, they're all pretty ethically bad things yeah. that don't care about humans. The, the kind of thesis of God of War, it's almost got angry atheist vibes of, like, well, we just kill all the gods. Yeah. Like, for a kind of cringe take that is. They do a good job of like, hey, this was like the value of human life back then. Like, pff, who cares about slavery? Everything like we can kill them if we need to. Like, it's very no caring about ethics. And they come out with like this new one where he's got like a kid and I'm, I'm just playing through it. So they, all right, I'm gonna get a little extra nerdy. 
They had the one a couple of years ago where it's like, all right, this guy's like grown out of the super angry phase and has a kid and is working on being a dad. It's a, and like I said, I like stories of all mediums. It's a cool, making him a little bit of a pussy, but I'm like, I can tolerate this. I'm a dad. I like to take care of my kids, teach them the right things. I want one of them to be rage powerhouses that are trying to kill everything. And I'm playing this one. And it's so, it's just so odd how entertainment has changed. Cause like when one of the opening things, they're like, Hey, there's this whale that has chains on it. How sad is that? Let's be like good environmentalist and like break the chains off the whale. And like, hang on. That's the guy that fed humans to a freaking Hydra. <laughs> like, My first thought is maybe the whale's tied up for a reason. <laughs> What's the, maybe he deserved it. I can't remember the philosophy, the guy's name, but he's like, maybe if you come across a fence in a field, you should recognize there might be a reason for this yeah. fence. Um, right. GK Chesterton. Yes. I remembered that. Go, go me. I don't know if the initials are right, but he was a, he was a neat guy from the early 1900s. Anyways, they, the overall gist is, I always hated the term pussification of America, but man, some of these real badasses we had are just turning into, I'm, I'm hoping by the end of the game, he either kills his own son or something. Cause it's, uh, I've seen all the cutscenes. I don't want to ruin it. Don't ruin it for it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he does. He does very well. Like I'm being better than I used to be. Well, I got a question. Like you've ended it. You ain't gonna spoil it. Is it a good story? I think so. Okay. I mean, I kind of have the same vibes as you. I I kind of want to punch Atreus in the face. Yeah, but, it's a, and I don't even, I didn't play the game or care about it. But it was like when it first came out, all like the streamers or these podcasters, <laughs> haha, were a bunch uh, of fags. Yeah, were like just using it or like you know where they just put themselves in the little bottom corner yeah, so yeah. they can steal views. So yeah. like it did nothing but just pop up my feed. So I watched most of it that way. But yeah, I had the same vibes. Like what the and uh, and of course like Norse mythology. And don't get me wrong. Not all Norse people were like bloodthirsty savages, but there were a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like there was like a holy and like I'm not even knocking them as people. Kind of, that's the reality that it was back then. That yeah, you know, uh, it, there was something. I don't think it was the show Vikings. But there was another show. Maybe it was maybe it was a guy talking about the show. But I was watching it with my brother Chris. It was something that really irritated about him. He's like, dude, like they're making all these like battle plans of like how this one Viking group is going to invade this other one. And in the middle of it, like their priest just goes, oh, a raven flew to the West. Screw everything y'all are talking about. We're changing battle tactics and following this raven. And he's like, that's, that's, I'm like, no, that's, that's what it was like. Yeah. Like that's, you're rolling roll, dice. Roll the bone and see which way. <laughs> like, and it's just, ma- and if you go like, hey, Maybe we should use logic or the, kill him. Yeah, <laughs> kill, yeah. He doesn't kill him. What was the, uh, the the pagan guy that was like when Christianity was coming to, to like kind of taking out all the Norse stuff, like the last holdout of this Nordic mythology? I think when the Christian Saxons, might have been Saxons. I don't know. I'm not exact on Euro- Europeans. Y'all know this. Uh, like uh, when they cornered him, they tied him to a post and just poured snakes in his mouth. So when oh I think I've read the, I, I yeah this sounds familiar and by the way when you grow up hearing that Saint what Saint Patty got yeah. the snakes out of Ireland the snakes aren't literal snakes yeah they're, they're pagans they're druid they're druid priests <laughs> they're people that have just been there going like we just kind of believe what our parents told me burning hell bitches yeah. <laughs> duh <laughs> wild so in short video games yeah. I had, had to get off that wagon while we could, but uh, I, I was... I feel like just everything, though, is being so... 
you can't just be angry macho anymore. In like Game of Thrones, I'll give Game of Thrones this. When it started out, and they gave him a hipster beard. Who? Oh, great! Yeah, 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 they did. I will say this. All right, with all like, I, he's I don't, like so close to ordering a chai latte. I don't know how technically racist this is of me, but I don't care. It's something that like blows my mind. When I saw the voice actor when for it, Kratos, when you start the sentence. It's that racist. Way, yeah. I know it is, but fuck it. All right, I'll be racist for five seconds. When I found out the voice actor of Kratos was this huge jacked black guy with dreads like halfway down his back that looked like a human lion, I'm like, I like it. There's <laughs> just something. If, weirdly, it fits perfectly cool. <laughs> it's actually not racist. If anything, I'm disappointed. No, I'm, I'm like, you, I, you're pulling off this like Greek Spartan thing really, really good. Kudos. Yeah. Um, then they do the thing with Velma, and I'm like, uh, no, what? No. I digress. I oh, st- the new Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I digress. Scooby-Oo. I, the idea, as much as I am against race swapping and culture swapping and all that, the idea of a cholo Mexican blade, I have not been able to get it. Blade the Vampire Hunter, that's it, Wesley Snipes. It's, it's just, it's machete, but he's, he hunts vampires. It's, but it's even more stereotypical <laughs> machete. Hey, Holmes. <laughs> like, I, really, I really want like a South LA blade. Like, it's switch, like you said, it's switchblade. Yeah, <laughs> but, yes. I really. I wish I could draw. That would be my comic. Just for the novelty of it. I really. Man, Redneck Blade sucks. I will be the first to say that. That's just a. That's an edgy carny. That's just a. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a lead pipe. Yeah, that is the guy at the. At no, the, it's Sling Blade. Yeah. That, no, no, no. That's the guy at the, mm-hmm. at the fair that sells the knives collection. That's got the methed out tattoo. Everyone's always trying to ice skate uphill, everybody. No, it don't. It don't work. Picture like Joe Dierte. <laughs> That'd be a compliment. But uh, no, so what were we on? Daughter's horrible birthday party. Yeah, only a couple kids showed up, like you said. I think a lot of it was like parental reasons. And either one, I don't know, they don't know this kid's parent that their kid is talking about. Uh, less trusting go out. Probably graduation, stuff like that. But I got to thinking, I got to talking to my precious little girl about it. She did have one friend come out, fun friend. Uh, they had a water slide and they, they went crazy as could be about it. But as I was talking to her about it, I was like, how can I like make her feel better and have like a pissing contest with my daughter over who's had worse birthdays? You go egg all of their houses. (laughs) Let's find all the kids that turned down your invitations. Yeah. I'll I'll rough them up. Uh, but no, we, uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, for a day, I think birthdays have always been important across every culture. But Mine's it, next week, and I'm not looking forward to it. I kind of forgot about that, but happy early birthday. Yeah, <laughs> Thank no, God I, for Facebook, or else I wouldn't know, like, anybody's birthday. I even see him, and I, like, I don't want to be that person also chimes in and then, like, acknowledge it. I'm just like, I don't care. I haven't posted on your thing since a year ago when I, when I wished you a happy birthday and I haven't liked any of your stuff. Yeah. Anyway, petty shit. But, dude, I had two bad birthdays. For the most part, by the way, my birthdays that weren't bad were like mostly awesome. My birthday's July 3rd, right before the 4th. Bunch of fireworks, badass celebration. The one thing that kind of sucked about my birthdays was that a ton of extended family would be there, which is like, okay. But then like they'd invite all their friends and I didn't always like all their friends. But there's one time in particular, I think I was like eight years old. And there was one of, he was one of my brother's friends and kind of like all their friends named Chase. Uh, and we were 
I got a big, huge super soaker. We're out at Lake June. You remember those classic super soakers? Give them two or three pumps and hit five people. A good one. And I remember, like, I was going to play with it, and he was, like, a bigger kid. I might have been, like, 10 years old. And he was like, hey, let me see it. Like, we're having a Nerf war. I'm going to use that. I'm like, um, excuse me, sir. I believe you're confused. That's my birthday gift I just got. I will be the first one to play with that. Thank you. And I remember him being, like, Going like, man, don't be a prick or don't don't probably like don't be a butthead. Like he's four years older than me. Like, give it to me. I'm gonna use it. I remember like really thinking, like, am I in the wrong for wanting to use my birthday present before? And like we're kind of like arguing over it. And then I remember him just finally going, like, fine, you can have it. And as I'm pulling it, he shoved it, and that thing just went boom, and like the the plastic smashed around my face like cracked or something like that. And then I just remember like crying and running inside. <laughs> I won't play anymore. <laughs> Everything's ruined. But no, there was that one. But by far the worst, God bless my 90s parents that had the best of intentions. Growing up in a Southern small town, as you know, even if you weren't good at sports. Oh, fun fact. I, oh, go ahead. I can't please. remember what year it was, but Finding Nemo came out on my birthday. When I was like twelve or thirteen, so that was like I thought really cool. That was a highlight. I would honestly say it was a highlight, but I did you see it in theaters? Yeah. Who'd you I go with? I, I was thinking like my Jamie. Like, I think it was okay, cousin. cool. But no, I want to say I went to Adventure Island that day, and then came back, and then went and saw Finding Nemo in theaters. So that's a good and birthday. The, the day it came out, so I. Yeah. That was a pretty, you know what? Finding Nemo, great movie. Yeah. Right, like that was weird. I went with my youngest sister, and the Barracuda scene at the beginning terrified her. Oh yeah, that that's a hard that's a hardcore way to start a movie. Yeah, that's some balls. Yeah. Hey, we're starting it off with the whole family dying except for two. Suck it, Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> also, never seen that one all the way through. Oh, Mulan's good. I I legit. Uh, before I had a daughter, I kind of always secretly had a soft spot for Mulan. I'm like boys aren't supposed to like this movie. I kind of like this movie. They kick ass. Well, Eddie Murphy's the dragon. Eddie Murphy's the awesome dragon. <laughs> uh, and he's great in it. And the whole thing is he's supposed to be a big Mo- bat. Mushu? Mushu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know like clips and it's like, I've seen enough to know what happens in the movie and, and the video, music video, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. I remember it blew my mind. Like, cause like I, I think when it came out, I don't know, it probably came out like 98. I was probably eight years old or something. I remember thinking, like, how do these dudes not know that's a chick? But I mean, now look at today's age. <laughs> <laughs> Voila. <laughs> China was more advanced than we thought. <laughs> Feudal my ass. Um, but they, uh, they all kind of look the same. Though. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like if there's, all right, let's be severely more so racist. I don't know how they hate each other so much. <laughs> don't know. Don't tell them that. Oh Lord. <laughs> They've got a stake down on what region you're in. <laughs> no. So anyways, <laughs> they, uh, the, the thing that blew my mind, I'm like, this is before guns, but they're like using kind of like, prototype cannons to shoot fireworks in war. I remember that part like yeah. blowing my mind and going like, that's cool. And I got a lot of those things kind of got me interested in history as a kid. Um, Finding Nemo. Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, so, all right. What was your worst birthday? I don't, I can't really like remember one that was like terrible. Um, no disappointments for you in life. No, oh, it's not. But, but like, but must a, be nice, no, asshole. But a, but a birthday doesn't really stick out. Never got carried. Anybody never got pig blood all over you. No, nothing like. 
like I said, in order night, my birthday was Memorial Day weekend, so there was either stuff going on or, but no, I can't really, you know, I can't, you know. The, the worst one, God bless my 90s parents. Um, so growing up in the South in the small town, as you and I were equally well aware of, uh, in most families, it's not that you have to participate in sports. It's like there's no other way of life except for you as a young man participating in sports. Like, not there's nothing else to do, there, and there's nothing else that's. And enough. if you're not in the sports, your friends are, and then there's nothing to yeah, and do. you're working. Yeah. Like that's it. You're either working with your mom or dad, or you're doing sports. And I was not good. Uh, yeah. I I was a late bloomer, and I I was a bench sitter. Uh, um, like my parents put me in baseball and I enjoyed football. all my sports except for the one year I was on, in one DCYA football team. God bless you. You were dedicated. Even though, like, I remember you passionately keeping the scorebook. Oh, that was a nice <laughs> I, remember, uh, I remember you like, this is my job, and if I do this good enough, I will be a star player. And I was yeah. like, God bless you. My will got broken a oh, long time well, yeah, ago. No, my OCD, I was like, put me on this thing. No, it's like, oh. This is some kind of therapy to me. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, checking the boxes. Like, oh, yeah. Color in the square perfectly of first oh, base. Oh, yeah, had a pocket protector for the pants. Like, you can't, yeah, nailed it. But no, I remember, like, it was in You uh, would have, hey, just, I got to egg on this for a little bit. God bless you. I respect it now looking back. I would hate it when I had to go, like, do you something, would, and somebody had to, like, fill in, and they would get it messy. Oh. <laughs> you would crisply, like, you would have your, they weren't Oakleys, but they would be in the shape of Oak. Maybe they were Oakleys. Oakley-looking sunglasses. Your hat looking right. Your, your, I remember even, like, your, oh, it looked like you were much more uniform than me, like, having my uniform half tucked out, yeah. half unbuttoned, like, I'm just here to party, people. Yeah. No, it was... had to be crisp. <laughs> yes. But, uh, no, so, like, my parents, God bless them. My thing was, even though my dad was the coach, and uh, we would be the team, and I felt bad for, uh, like, the good players, because, like, even when we would win, my dad... I'm going to have to go back and look, because I'm pretty sure, like, from the Cardinals, we got plaques with the pictures. Yeah. There's pictures somewhere of us. Well, we, we might post that. Of yeah, I'm going to have to days. find that. That's somewhere in my dad's house. I can't remember who pointed it out, but there were Because like, he's even in a shirt where he, like, assistant assistant yelled at us. And I, my, my dad never said this, but it's almost like, yeah, he was the coach all through, like, minor league. He coached my brothers, and he coached me. My dad was, like, great at baseball, at Knowing, knowing baseball and being an avid fan. I just remember him having us run the bases, and he'd like tell us to go. And if you caught the person in front of you, you could stop running, but the other person had to run more. I had to. I was stuck on that for a while. <laughs> I, my dad never said this, but it was always the feeling I got. It's like, son, do you want to play, or do you want the team to win? <laughs> I'm just like, I. I think I want to play. And How dare you be selfish? <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to play. Well, that's just too bad. <laughs> and God bless, I would, looking back, I would not have it any other way. I'd rather be made to sit the bench and have to earn a spot than just like, you're my son, you can play, and get like razzed by the rest of the team. My dad would be like, we all know you suck. <laughs> We're all going to acknowledge it you're and move past it. You're the opposite of the coach's kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to sit there and take it. I'm going to sit here and take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab the bats. <laughs> but um, it, it, they, uh, God bless them, they probably spent a lot of money for it. They sent me to a football camp when I was like 14. No, no, it was... Well, 
I enjoyed football. I had Monty McLeod. He was my DCA coach. And, like, all the way up in, like, even when we got to middle school, and it was finally I got to middle school because I was, like, a late bloomer. I was little. Dude, Monty McLeod was a legend in yeah. this town. So, anyways, I remember I got to middle school. He wanted me to play, and he's like, he's like, it's like he was like, I would have, I was gonna have you be quarterback, but I showed up and everybody's like twice my size, <laughs> giants. Yeah, giants. and then like so I played like the one school, middle school, and we I was gonna play in high school, and he was the JV coach. He was that talk. when it was becoming the middle school football yeah. team? I and he had like have a, I mean, he had like a, a talk with me, and he's like, you've got the heart. He's like, but you ain't got the body, boy. He's like, you're just gonna get murdered. Like these kids are like, because I was little. Like I think I grew like four or five inches after I graduated. We went to school with giants. Yeah, like so I don't know. It was, but so we went to school with people like Cecil Rawls. Yeah, Troy <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Quan Kelly and Troy Kelly. Troy, some of the like huge, some of the nicest guys. Oh, dude, huge. Troy Kelly, I remember because like I wouldn't start in the game at all but like practice was my game that was that was my literally the team got in trouble one time because i outran them in suicides i hated that damn coach i hate him so bad i'm like i don't even get an attaboy for outrunning everybody they suck because i did all right cool system cool system but god bless my folks they were like you're starting to get in high school football you need to get but and like i was long and lanky i could never put on the mass i watched you on a Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Okay, hey, God. When I, I, wasn't that, I think that was my senior, my junior year, I finally got into play. And, like, guys, I sucked. I just had no weight. But the one thing, I, I did like football. Because the one thing I liked about it is I might not be fast. And I might not be strong. But I'm tall and lanky. And I got a long torso. Yeah. I got a long spine. And I'm paying for it now. But when you lower your head and bend that spine... It don't matter how big you are, as long as you just get enough momentum and, and you don't enough. Yeah. and you don't flinch, you can knock the shit out of somebody. And I'm like, that's my specialty, <laughs> and I that do didn't it. Didn't sound right when you did that. I know. That <laughs> 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 you're supposed to be more of a thud, and that was just like Chris knocking on a two by four. Yeah. <laughs> It's a trick. Your your mouth is hollow. It freaked me out when I was younger. Yeah. That's what I used to explain it. But anyways, no, I think I was good. And Troy Kelly, who was like our all-star linebacker, when we would do the suicide drills where you'd have to like get up and run at each other, that was my favorite. Because I'm like, I don't have to be fast. I don't have to be strong. I just got to hit you harder than yeah. you hit me. And God bless these starters who were already grown men at like 16 are like, we got to deal with the mills. I just want to rest. I want to rest. All right, so what the hell were we? Yep, technical difficulties. We're back, everybody. I got Drop the microphone fell out of the mic stand. I got all handsy and slapped this very wobbly table. Maybe, I don't know. I didn't have it in good. I get I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the slot now. <laughs> <laughs> I did one. Um, but so what the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the kickoff. Yeah, one of the most brutal decapitations in human history, actually. I know you that, that would have been in a highlight reel somewhere. I know y'all have heard of the Aztecs. And like the French guillotines and stuff, it holds no candle to this kickoff. Um, so it was towards the end of my senior year, and the coach, God, I hated my high school football coach because, in reality, how how I led to believe it went down. My brother Chris is four years older than me, and this coach came on the scene my brother's senior year. So I was like, when this coach started, I was in eighth grade, not in high school yet. My brother was a senior. And how my brother and my, I think my dad would agree, is 
the coach was working on his next varsity team, <clears throat> so he didn't really care about the seniors a whole lot because they're about to be out of there. And what? And my brother, who was like an all-star football player, like an all-state all-star football player, got benched like half of his senior year. And on the way out the door, he let the coach know what he thought about him. No. But one can only imagine the Mills. No. Saying, saying something to a public official and authority. Um, however, my brother then leaves, and I step into high school. And it's like, oh, now I got this coach over me for four years who didn't much <clears throat> care for us. I understand not. Hang on. Sorry. <coughs> I ate a cookie, a delicious Biscoff cookie, before we started back in. Looking for sponsors. If an English cookie-making company would want to sponsor us, sure. Let her rip. I mean... Aren't they English? I don't know. Uh, I just assumed that. Anyways. Well, wouldn't it be called... Oh, yeah, it is, because they called it a biscuit. Yeah, 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 there you go. Although they call fries chips. They're odd people. Yeah, I'm glad we're no longer associated with and them. And they call chips crisp. Odd people. Anyways. Wankers. By the time I make it to my senior year and, like, they're doing the obligatory, like, we've either lost this game or we've won this game, so the last quarter we'll put you in. Uh, when I finally got put in. By the way, this sounds like a whole lot of poor little old me shit. Looking back, I give no shits that I was good or bad at baseball. Actually, I prefer being bad at those things in the lessons I learned through it. Like, Yeah, like, imagine thinking, like, you were the greatest in high school and that was oh, it. Like, the Uncle Rico syndrome. If that's the height of your life is high school... That sucks. <laughs> what up? So for me, it's just gotten better since then. There have been some shitty times, but it's gotten better overall. But anyways, I get put in on kickoff. And it's like a small town. This was before the small town football game started to die. Like hardly anybody shows up to them anymore. From I haven't been. No. But this was like back, the whole town would show up. Oh, you said and, the cheeseburgers are still good though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still great. Concession yeah. stand food was out of this world. Like, yeah. Freshly I, cooked. Oh, man. We had such good burgers. But the crowd Steam is hands. packed. As I'm getting onto the field, and I think it was like even a little cool for Florida at the time. There, there's like so many details of this night I remember. I can remember hearing my friends, my comrades, in the stands. I can distinctly hear their like voices. And like usual... I can hear my small town southern mother, whose voice is elevated amongst everybody else. Who is over. my mother is like like if you watch them old '90s movies of like the random screaming in the no like not even that like the, the '90s movies that remind me of my mother. God bless her, by the way. She's very passionate, but it's like the dad, the small town dad, who's like, boy. You're going to be the le best football legend i ever seen in my life. And the guy's like, I don't know, I want to do something else. Now, hell no, Quay, you're going to get in there and put your, like, whatever. That. I don't want your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my mother. My dad, my thing, my dad was like, you might suck at this. And if you want to quit, I'm, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> Just do it at the end of a season. Uh, but my mom was like, hey, you got to do this. Anyways, I can hear her. And I go away from the stands towards the visitor side for the kickoff. When we're going to kick the ball off to the other team, they're going to get it. It's our job to stop them. Now, I am so pumped with adrenaline. When the kickoff goes, I am like, I'm outrunning. And I was not the fastest kid by any means. I'm outrunning everybody. I'm weaving in between like blockers and linemen and stuff like that. They're supposed to stop our advance. And I'm seeing like some of my guys kind of behind me getting slowed up a little bit, but I see the guy with the ball. And I made it down like the 20-yard line, maybe like 25 or 30-yard line, something like that. And I'm hearing 
I'm hearing my name over the crowd. I'm actually like, oh, Josh. I'm actually hearing them like, this is the greatest thing I've ever felt in my life. And I could see the guy with the ball. And I'm about five to ten yards away. I'm closing in. I already, he doesn't even, he's not even aware of me. I know how I'm going to tackle him. I've got it lined up. And then the brightest flash of light comes across my eyes. And I hear thunder out of the left side of my helmet. And I go, what is that? And like, as my mind recalibrates to what's going on and my eyes open, I can see my feet pointing up. Like I see stars in my feet and I'm flying through the air and I'm landing on my head. And collectively, I hear like a 300 crowd audience go, oh, <laughs> a lineman has come out of nowhere that I never once saw and has, do you remember me getting hit? Murdered. Murdered. My, it, it was it was murder. My ass went higher than my head. Like you remember like you got the cheat code or like the, you got the turt like the fire on Blitz <laughs> where you could just like ragdoll. Like. That's what I was. Like like you said, it would have been a highlight reel yeah. of and I think we were playing oh like, what, get him some milk. What was the huge ninety nine percent black team from was it Booker? Booker, 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 big boys, just <laughs> huge Goliaths. <laughs> they they made me flip backwards. Yeah, because I think Booker was bad at baseball. Yes, but at <laughs> football, they were, good God, they were monsters. Um, but yeah, they laid me out. That was that signaled the end of my football career. I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm done. Then I got kicked out of the house for two weeks. But that's a whole nother road we ain't got to go down that I'm, I'm certain has implications. But in, all right, so before the end of that football career, like I said, God bless my parents wanting to build my self-esteem and turn me into a, a good, proper man. They sent me to football camp one year. And they did it on my birthday. It was like a camp in Tampa. Uh, or no, I think it was actually like they rented out the old USF campus. Was it the USF Lions? They were the Bulls. Which one was the Lions? I don't think we had any Lions. It might be a college that's not even there anymore. Okay, yeah. It might or have been or like it's a, like a lower tier or something. Like a state college of Florida or something. Yeah, I don't like remember a, a Lion. Anyways. But now, uh -huh. now that you say uh -huh. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting an image in your head, ain't I? It was like that, a golden green outlined yeah, line. Yeah, what? Was it Weber? That might be Weber. Weber's green. Anyways, God bless my parents. They sent me to a week-long camp uh, being taught by old like ex-NFL players who get probably paid a good amount of money to show up and teach youth football. I did a one of those for baseball. My brother Chris, he did, and like I said, he was good, and he was linebacker. He went to who was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that was really good when we were in high school? Car Johnson? Maybe. I can't remember his name. My brother Chris intercepted a pass from him. Nice. Yeah. And he was like, he's a pro. He was an all-star NFL quarterback, like hitting lineman drills or something like that. While my brother Chris was being a lineman, he or a linebacker and uh, ran across and intercepted one and ran. And I was like, good for you. That was not my experience at football camp. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I got to stay in a dorm, a college dorm that had a shit bed with no, with like my blanket that I brought. I, we went to one of those for a, a Bible camp called, it was like a Bible sports camp weekend somewhere. I, 
like me, Athletic me, Christian Association or something? Something like that. But me and yeah, me and Nugent shared a dorm room. Oh, good for y'all. You went with a friend. <laughs> and I remember he had like so many snacks. Like it was unreal, like the amount of like Of course Nugent brought a shitload of slim <laughs> let me guess, Slim Jims, Cheez Its, uh, and Oreos. Yeah. I remember uh, a, sh- a shitload of Oreos. Everything to match bag. the redheaded yeah. theme. <laughs> but um no dude, when I went, it was for a week and my birthday was in the middle of it. And I played defensive end. Tall, lanky, that's where you put a guy that ain't very fast or whatever. I, I was defensive end. And, you know, at the time we were playing, like, local. I remember we were playing, like, local football. Like, DCYAA is what we called it. But it was, like, your local county's youth association. And since they'd started the middle school team and all the good players had left to that, like the official one, I was like, oh, I'm good now. Now that all the, the best football players have left and gone to the official middle school team, I'm like, good with this. So I am a big among guinea pigs. I was. I could hold my own. Now I went to this football camp and lo and behold, the only other person in my age bracket. And I'm like, let me think. I had to have been like 13 or 14. Dude, that's probably like 115 pounds, soaking wet, tall and lanky, big head, skinny body, had a retainer, (laughs) and my mouth guard would get caught in it. (laughs) Really sucked. And the only other guy in my category for defensive end, I'll never forget this human being's name. I don't even remember his first name, but the name on the back. So you technically forgot his first name. No, no, no. Never cared to learn it. (laughs) Because the name on the back of his jersey was Cito. C-E-T-O. It would not surprise me if this son of a bitch is in the NFL because he is like, I'm like 13 and I'm at the bottom of the age bracket and he's like 16 at the top of it. But he is a grown man with a beard and shoulders and like six foot five or just something like me 12. And I'm just like, and they're like, you're going to do drills with the people in your group. And I'm like, this is the only guy in my group. I remember him going, I'll try to take it easy on you. I'm like, oh my God, you sound <laughs> scary. You sound horrifying. Stay down. <laughs> I'd hang out with the linemen after the drills. Cause let's all admit the linemen were kind of like the lower tier losers of the football bracket. I, I got to hang out with those guys. They were above me, but I, I could stick in that group. Dude, in the Florida sun, it would be over a hundred degrees. I'd be in football pads and my job for five days a week for these five days of this football camp was to get the shit beaten out me by this giant. But did it make you a better person? It made me tougher. Like, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it made me tougher. Um, But I remember on the 4th of July, because it went over the week of my birthday, they were like, all right, for the 4th of July, y'all are going to y'all's room and y'all are going to sleep. And I'm like, can I stay up and watch, like, fireworks for for my birthday? I remember it was a black coach. He's like, hell nah, go to sleep. (laughs) I went into my room on my, through the blinds, I could see the flash of fireworks from the college campus. You're just basically in a prison. (laughs) I was. Dude, I fucking cried that whole night, and other people could hear me cry. I don't give a shit. I was like, ah! Worst birthday ever! Do my parents not love me? All I've done is drink yellow Gatorade, puke from heat exhaustion, and get the shit beaten out of me by a giant. Oh, I can just picture the other kids like hearing this, like whimpering. Just like butters Dude, and I had a I had a Cuban roommate from Miami who we, he was a lot cooler than I was. We didn't hang out. He was a running back, and he would leave my our room and go somewhere else. I remember him just. I remember me starting to cry. He goes, 
I'm going to leave now. I'm <laughs> just walking out. Do you know when my mom picked me up from that? I was like, hey, I'm, to this day, possible future parents listening to this, I'm happy I went through that. It taught me the biggest bastard named Sito can beat the shit out of me for five days in a row, and I'll be okay. So, yeah. Between that and my brothers and growing up on a ranch, I have a kind of an iron jaw. I Homer Simpson the shit out of a problem. Just batter battering ram your way through it they'll get tired of punching my face eventually they'll run out of wind then it's my moment to strike that's a good way to look at life anyways so yeah that was i was was, to my future to my daughter in the future if you have bad birthdays you could have a super soaker smashed across your face or left at birth at, at football camp um on the other hand it's odd as an adult. By far, my best birthdays. Sorry to get all like gay and sentimental on everybody. Now, like my best birthdays, it's just me hanging out with both of my kids, just sitting around like do- like I might have a beer or two just because it's my birthday, and then that's it. I'm good. I don't need. I don't care if I see anybody. I can hang out with them, kick their ass at Mortal Kombat, go out riding in the woods, go find a creek or a river or a lake somewhere, and just get out some therapy by choke slamming my. My nine-year-olds, my nine-year-olds, it's fine. That, by the way, best part of kids, you legally have someone you can just kind of do power power bombs and WWE moves to. So we're getting, we're treading very closely to like... I don't beat them. They <laughs> consent to it and everything. We're cool. But it's fine. Just like gravel, like you want to choke Sam Lily? Uh-huh. All right. Ah, bam. That's, that's just fun. No comment. Water. It's in water. It's not. <laughs> See, you, you didn't lead off with that. But this, You're just like, oh, I just go out and choke slam my kids. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. It's funny how many situations. Do you remember that old, you remember that old, like, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a Ripley's museum, like Ripley's Believe It or Not. No, but I've been like by them where they're like upside down. Yeah, they're or... crooked and stuff. Like they have one of these at every one of those. But have you ever seen like those wooden carvings where it's like one piece of wood that they've like carved. And if you look at it from 359 yeah. angles, degrees of angles, it looks crazy and makes no sense. But if you look at it just like the perfect angle, it looks like a dragon, like killing a wolf yeah. or some shit. I was thinking about it. Like, I think so much human experience is just not, you can be retarded and still turn that to this right certain angle and go, Oh, there's like a shape here. But you could be the smartest person in the world and just not looking at that from the right angle. It looks like chaos and madness to you. Parenting. He's really searching his soul right now. No, okay, maybe that's not connecting. All right, anyways, guys, that's the show. I think it's been an hour. We're out of here. See y'all next week. By the way, hang on. Follow us on Twitter, like, subscribe, all that jazz, especially if y'all made it this far. And uh, next week... I'm calling it out. We're going to do something very different. And we're going to try something new. Change the scenery. Maybe get outside of the bunker. Show you what the real world looks like. Possibly even touch grass. The outside's scary. Absolutely. Let's embrace it. See y'all next week. See you, screws. Blech.